and cool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Mr. Alex Moran. Don't call me Britta, because I'm unfiltered. <gasps> That's <laughs> <Nice>. great. <laughs> okay, great. You have not done that. Now, what housewife is that? <laughs> That'd be Dorinda, actually. She would do a Britta filter one. She would. Don't call me Brit. <laughs> Sorry, that was my turn to voice. <laughs> we are also joined by my lovely sister, Miss Julia Baker. I like my fraud where I can see it, hanging in my closet. Is that for Mary? Is yes. that for Jen? Or is that for Erica? Oh my gosh. Um. Well, it's specifically Mary and in honor of the reboot of Sex in the City, which I am. I don't know how I feel about it, but I do feel for Peloton. Yeah, Peloton's having a real rough week. My tagline this week, success isn't cheap, but you can still get it for a dollar. And that's because today I ventured out into the world to find myself some love for boy. And I did, thinking I would buy the little packs, you know, the shelves would be stocked. No, there were four individual cans in the store that was marked on their little here it is map. And then three cans that were marked for a dollar each. So I don't know how Kyle is planning on clothing my beautiful Amanda, but he needs to step it up. She shops at budget places, though. I mean, she has her Louis, but but she, like, wears Zara. She'll be fine. Mm, Julia's enjoying one of those lover boys right now, the full-priced one, nonetheless. I ain't cheap. I ain't a dollar. That's crazy that they're a dollar. Like, the full case of six is, like... 20 bucks i know and i've ordered them online like they're, they're like 20 martinis and i'm like out 64 dollars because you have to get like the three pack mm-hmm. so i'm paying like 64 for 12 i was surprised that they were selling them individually but it was one of those places where you can buy like an individual can of beer as well well kyle mm-hmm. and carl were just here do you think they like swung by that place and were just passing out cans was that can free that you paid a dollar for? You think they just put like a dollar label on it themselves and like have just been dropping them off in different stores around yeah. LA to make them seem like oh they're Oh my gosh. Them. I don't think so. I went in and said, do you have Lover Boy? And he was like, yeah, I think we have a couple of them left. So he knew what I was talking about. Okay. And it was like a big mm. only beer wine a Risky stores. thing to say to a stranger, Elizabeth. Yeah. He was like, yes, I do. Do you have a lover boy? And then he pulled down his face and it was a Scooby-Doo mask and it was Carl the whole time. So. Oh my gosh. Yes. I think Carl and Lindsay are dating, by the way. <gasps> Julia, don't Ooh. say stuff like that to me. Wait. No, but it's true. I've been stalking both on Instagram. I will die. I will light myself on. They had a couple's costume for Halloween and they've been in tons of pictures looking very cozy. In like group pictures, but they're always together. Hmm. Okay. Are we getting Southern Charm? We're getting Summer House next They're month. They're filming Southern Charm right now. Will Paige be on Southern With, Charm? Uh, remember when Austin trolled the internet recently saying that him and Catherine were together? Yeah, and Catherine, she was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. Uh, Salt Lake City? Yes. Okay, we had an action pack episode. But what are all my notes on? Whitney. Oh, let's just dive into Whitney. <laughs> okay. Um, I wrote, not a good sign that Whitney is wearing her old merch while talking about her new launch. Little did I know <laughs> that she would go to her new launch, only have old merch and not have any product. 
yes. So I didn't even remember Iris and Bo, that product line from season one, because I never saw her wear a shirt or a hat. She it- just had them all made, Julia. <laughs> Yeah, she needs to fire her publicist. So I looked at it again. Iris and Bo hasn't officially been declared an MLM, but her husband has been heavily involved in like the start of multiple MLMs. And then he's also having a tax issue right now. So Wait, that is, Justin? Mr. Justin. Name? Mr. Rose. Yeah, so that's my vague drama that I don't have any more insight on because I can't remember the articles. Why do you think she changed the name to Wild Rose? Do you think it's a better name? No. I think she thinks it will have more name recognition, but she herself is having a hard time remembering that it's her new name. (laughs) I feel like this is the first actual storyline we're getting from Whitney, though. Like, this is the first thing that doesn't feel totally manufactured. It's not a product that instills faith. So I went on the site thinking, I'll support Whitney. And I just couldn't pull the trigger and i think it's just like the price point is high i feel for the ingredients in the products like what are we talking like twenty dollars now and this is coming from someone who will spend seventy dollars on lover boy so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah to set the stage like 70 70 yeah. for an ounce well, like, if you don't subscribe. So I was going to buy the most. If you if don't you, subscribe. So, like, you know, like, they have. MLM, MLM. Uh-oh. No, but, like, that's what a uh-oh. lot of places. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's what a lot of places are doing now, though. Like, you can subscribe <laughs> monthly. Amazon.com does it. So we know yeah, it's above Mr. Board. Bezos <laughs> isn't the most known for being ethical. Also, I'm sorry, Julie, I'm going to, like, stick this in there. Who was at her launch party? Her brand ambassadors. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that's how that hmm. thing got to 20 grand is because of those bitchy brand ambassadors. She was paying all these influencers money to go to her house and pose for her. Like, had she just done it herself in her home, she could have just spent like five grand. Oh, totally. There was no reason to have her influencers there. She pays them to do her, their thing on their own. You don't need them to come into your home. She could have said, you ridiculous. need to post something in wine and send it mm-hmm. to me. Also, because this is like her rags to riches story in terms of her skin, like her skin was blemished and horrible, and now she has her mm-hmm. product, and it's beautiful. I am a girl who will not buy anything without a before and after picture. So I scoured the internet for a before picture, And let me tell you, the one that I did find is clearly the result of a chemical peel. We've seen that one on the show, haven't we? Yes. And she's going into a skincare industry and what Heather was saying about it. She's like, I just am so proud of her. Like, she's really fighting the beast on this one, going into an oversaturated market without really anything to go off of. Good for her. And we all just watched a photo shoot where there aren't influencers saying these this product is so amazing because there's no product yet. Her own daughter's cringing at the whole enterprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I really do think that this is a actual plot point between her and Justin that he's not yeah. stoked about just handing her so much money towards this. And now we know why their sex life is dwindling. I watched this and thought, God, if there's someone who really needs to start being a fraudster, it's Miss Whitney Rose. I just don't like her failing. I feel like she needs to steal from some people and make herself a little more successful. She's too busy counting leases, Julia. The sheep aren't <laughs> counting sheep. 
They're counting Lisa's. <laughs> so I just watched White Christmas counting Lisa's instead of sheep. I don't know why Whitney is giving Lisa so much credit. Lisa's now giving Lisa so much credit so we can But move I on. love that. I love that. <laughs> okay, so Lisa's as good at riding horses as she is at driving yes. sports cars. I was going to say the same thing. She acts like she's, like, such hot shit. And then Meredith's way better. <laughs> the second she started saying, I've been doing this forever, I'm like, uh-oh, I know exactly where this is going. And sure enough, did you guys notice this week it was Meredith's birthday and Lisa posted a throwback photo of Lisa, who looked the same, and Meredith's old face. Oh, no. <laughs> Meredith is starting to look wonky this season. She dead-faced her. Wait, hold on. Are you aware of the the Kyle Richards Peacock Christmas movie that's out right now? Yes. Well, I'm aware of it. Should we watch it together? Are you aware of Lisa Barlow having a cameo in it? Okay, now no. we're going to watch now it. Now we're watching it. Is Candace this. in it? Because these fantasies are ready to go. No, but I, I haven't watched it yet either, but I read the Kyle Richards interview about it. And yeah, apparently Lisa Barlow plays like a journalist in one scene or something, so... I, imagining her as an actress, like, I, I, I Hello, we have to watch it. it's me, a journalist. And Lisa, ad-lib, improv something. I love that. I love asking <laughs> questions. I love improv. It makes me feel so fresh, like a fresh wolf. <laughs> well, Jen is back this episode. And Heather is an amazing friend. A stupid friend. I know, what is it about me that I think Jen is guilty and I'm still, like, on her side. That is the dumbest. What? It's just because the cast, though I love Salt Lake City, the cast is so unlikable. You yeah. really come out only liking Heather and Jen. And especially when they're together. So when they're we, together, they are really fun. They're so much fun. And so you're just so happy to have her back, though she might be very flawed and very guilty. We will take her however she is. If it wasn't Jen... And there wasn't Mary. I really don't know if they could bring it. Well, who knows? It doesn't. I guess we're probably going to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it would just be a lot of seasons of Whitney and Heather versus Lisa. And that that would be like the conflict. That's going to get pretty old pretty fast. Well, I think the best conflict is Mary versus her professional organizer. (laughs) With the minute that woman showed up, I was like, you have no idea what's about to happen to you. Uh-oh. <laughs> she stayed so silent. Maybe it's because I watched too many episodes of, like, Hoarders Buried Alive. I was ready for this woman to, like, just start, like, giving Mary a big hug as Mary starts describing all of these possessions as the things that she's created a true relationship for 20 years with after she lost mm-hmm. her mom due to her marrying her grandpa. And this woman did not say a thing other than, can we get rid of any of this? Do you even wear this shirt? It was an insane amount of clothes. And know what? It was an insane amount of clothes for somebody who dresses really bad. Mary did not like the organizer, though, because her parting words to her, try not to hurt yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's, it's an insane amount of stuff, given like how we know that she's so willing to just give all her stuff away, that she's still accumulating stuff. A couple stray thoughts. The image of Jen feeding Stu a banana was an all-timer. <laughs> that was great. It's just what the show has presented us 
with their relationship this season has just been so on the nose <laughs> about uh, their dynamic and everything that was going to happen to them. And th- that was great. That might be the last time we ever see Stu on the show. I think it will be. And other than and, flashbacks. And Jen feeding him a banana. Yeah. <laughs> and I laughed so hard at the silly little ukulele music they had playing over Meredith playing with her dog. I thought that was the <laughs> funniest scene of this season so far. <laughs> Meredith scratching her dog's stomach outside in stilettos. Uh, <laughs> my final thought is just Lisa Barlow just, you know, holds herself so accountable. And Mm -hmm. she says to her husband, you know me, I would never turn my back on anyone, but I'm not going to see Jen. (laughs) Her poor husband. He he wanted to leave that room so badly, and she told him he couldn't. No, (laughs) stay. (laughs) That's poor man. All right. Are we ready for Vanderpump? Yes. All right. Vanderpump. Big Tom episode. Big Tom Tom episode. Mm Mm-hmm. And I had a realization this episode that Laid was very us. Tom heavy. And that is the only people I want to watch, the cast members on Vanderpump, that I truly care about and I get excited when they show up are Lala Kent and Ariana, last name, I can't remember right now. And I will have Katie also in that dynamic mm-hmm. if we need a threesome for some reason. Mm-hmm. I could care less about the Toms. They're bringing me down, man. They're bringing me down, and I don't believe what we saw this episode. I don't believe their breakup. I don't believe mm-hmm. any of that stuff. No. That's like the most made-up shit in the world. Like him riding his bicycle in real time. Like we watched him Ugh. one shot riding his bicycle over to Tom's house. Now, I have a couple mm-hmm. um, Tom Schwartz favorite moments. My first one is... Him chewing on a lollipop that he pulled out of seemingly nowhere while talking to his wife about the other Tom, you know, really establishing himself as an adult. And the other one was him affirming himself of his alpha male status while snuggling his dog, Butters. We're both alpha males, aren't we? Well, I have a couple of favorite Tom Sandoval moments. One of them is him telling his girlfriend on her birthday that she'll get to eat dinner and then not getting her dinner. And the second one is him telling her they hate straight white men receive daily. And you mean the him struggle st- it is for him to get by in the society when he can't yell at a woman when he wants to. Julia, are you referring to the scene where he called himself a cyst man? <laughs> He's a fascinating guy because he presents as so like woke and like self-aware and is so polished. He has a definite image he's trying to curate for himself that's like very mm-hmm. cool and like with it. And then he calls himself a cyst male and he has that little men's right rant that he goes on. I agree with he is a cyst male. <laughs> it's true. Maybe, yeah, maybe he was just saying that. that he's, he's like, no, 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 male. I'm a cyst male. It's okay. <laughs> We're getting that image off him, but it only relates to him and his image. Because the part of us that are getting this wokeness from him is like his willingness to help Ariana with her hair if she needs to. Where... My mm-hmm. straight white male would know what to do in the slightest. And then mm-hmm. Lala needs him to put makeup on. And he's like, of course, 100%. So when it comes to his looks, he's very mm-hmm. open to whatever. But when it comes to his brain, 
He cannot handle anything, really. I have never seen him put on concealer before. I've never seen him oh. wear makeup before. Well, then you have not oh. seen it since day one episode one. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I remember him doing weird stuff with his hair. I remember that. He wore eyeliner for the first two seasons, like without taking a pop. Oh, you're right. I mm-hmm. forgot about that. I really hope Ariana breaks up with him. He's just... Not going to happen. It's not going to happen. They're so in love. She can't see him do that and think this is attractive. I mean, she straight up says it's not attractive. I think they have a good relationship, he and Ariana. She's like on the show opened up a lot about just like how really traumatizing and shitty past relationships were for her and that Sandoval is just like great. And I think that, yeah. Well, maybe watching the uh, Sandoval's a shit incel montage might help jog her memory a little bit for what real relationship should be like i love how schwartz is really trying to take the upper hand in him and sandoval's relationship by changing places on the bed where they were sitting very clever Mm -hmm. that's all it takes a scene i liked and then i also i don't know if i'm over reading into it but when lala was hiring her personal assistant with help from randall and he made a comment that the assistant that she had chosen he's like oh if you don't hire her i will and Lala's reaction to that made me think, uh-oh. He made me think, uh-oh, that whole scene. It's like, he's clearly getting a kick out of being here. You can tell Randall likes that power dynamic of hiring young women. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Like, he mm-hmm. was way too excited to hire Lala's this... assistant. Yeah. How are you enjoying watching James and Raquel knowing where they're headed? Like, watching them with their domestic bliss this episode, where he, like, <sighs> realizes that she can cook. <laughs> He is so bored by his existence and being yeah. at home with her. And he lights up when Lala's in the room. I know, I know, I know. I know. Oh, bone. that's someone who could also be on the show that I'm casting. James. James can be there, too. <laughs> he also brought He's up Jax. He's letting Jax be in the show. We even got to see Jax. Mm-hmm. He didn't get cut out of this video montage. Okay, I can't stand it anymore. Are we ready for OC? Yes. yes. I can't believe that OC is one of my favorite franchises right now. This season continues to deliver. It's winning me over. I'm not fully, fully on board like you two are, but I'm, I'm, I am definitely enjoying it way more than last time. I just am afraid that this is going to be the one conflict we get this entire season. <laughs> is this what we're going through okay. right now? I'm afraid of it kind of oh. like spinning its wheels and it getting kind of repetitive pulling a beverly hills yeah. well you yeah. can yada 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 past nicole because what we have yeah fuck nicole is sweet james sweet that james and good. the most infamous <laughs> villain of housewives the irs yes. the irs coming to get them all so these are facts we know puerto rico home only seven months old is this little baby home mm-hmm. that they have purchased. There's a woman living there. Ten bucks. A hundred percent. Ten bucks? What about $5.6 million? What he owes to the IRS? Mm-hmm. He's an ex-Mormon from Utah. Yeah, see, look, at they all the cities come together. Mm-hmm. He shut off the credit cards and abandoned his autistic son. Who was recently diagnosed, which means they're not receiving services. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like a very new journey that they're both in together. She does not work except for what we're seeing now. Thank God she has this gig. And Seriously. the nanny had to translate the oh divorce papers. Oh my God. What a fucking shit. This, at least this whole ordeal is what got her to the gig, probably. 
This is definitely what elevated no, her but from, like, Did we know mode. this before? No, when she announced at the beginning of this episode that the IRS stuff, she said divorce isn't even on the table, and we know it's coming. I didn't think it was going to come this episode. He got on that. Sweet James is quick. But <laughs> know what? Noella washed her face, and she showed up to work. Yeah, she has to come yep. to work. It's her only place to put food on I her thought, and her son's table. I thought Noella was going to be like a yada yada and just kind of be a background person. No, 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 no. Noella is climbing the stairs to housewife stardom. And she's a very funny presence to have when they're talking about like their more trivial drama. And then she like chimes in with like what's mm-hmm. going on with her. And it kind of just like shuts everyone up like with <laughs> Shannon at the end. Like I've yeah. never been through that. <laughs> um, if you guys were wondering what Sweet Jams' Instagram is like and if many comments are hidden. They are. <laughs> and the only one who says, I see you're deleting comments, sweet James. <laughs> um, and let's not forget, Noella also is going to be supporting her mom who lives with them. Like, this woman has a lot to I lose. I was so excited mm-hmm. to talk about the world's saddest sex dungeon. And no. now I don't even get to laugh about that. It's sadder now. This it poor is. woman. She had to sleep in it. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. But you know what? She's still so beautiful. She comes, oh. clearly, no makeup, has been sobbing all day. Her eyes are all puffy. Unbelievably beautiful. She will come out the other end of this just fine. But it's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we're getting this in real time. Oh, I know. It's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. So when the, we heard about this divorce, the blogs announced that she had filed from divorce, meaning to me that the Puerto Rico filed from divorce. I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can file a divorce. Sweet James can get it done. He did it, Elizabeth. It doesn't matter what you well, think. Well, he, he sent did her divorce it. papers, but I don't think they mean anything. I think she's going to have to file within the state of California. Her lawyers are getting on it, though. You don't have to worry about her. But who's paying for the lawyers? I am worried about her. Bravo will pay for the lawyers. Well, I mean, I think they were real divorce papers. Bravo will pay. We need this What's divorce. Emily doing? Isn't she a lawyer? Oh, yeah. Emily can help. Or... And her, and her sad her sad accessory, Sean... <laughs> Shane, what's his Shane. name? Her sad, God-loving accessory. Um, I another ex- another Mormon, current Mormon. And to piggyback on what you said, Alex, I think my favorite part about Noella is how horrible and shallow she makes Shannon look. <laughs> like when she went, when she asked Shannon to go for a lunch, and Shannon, who was like, "Thank you so much for helping me and mm-hmm. being standing by me at that party," says, "No, no, no, we're not going to go to a lunch. You have to sit on a tiny stool and watch me get filler." Um, then Noella opens up to Shannon about her recently diagnosed autistic son and Shannon goes, Ooh, ah, Ooh, over everything she says as she gets a needle put in her face. (laughs) And then as we get Noella coming to join Shannon and Gina talking about her divorce, you can tell Shannon is having the hardest time not being like, we've all been divorced. Get over it. She's making Shannon look like a piece of shit. Because, I mean, the other women have been cheated on and whacked out, walked out on, mm-hmm. but they haven't been straight up abandoned. And they haven't had to have someone translate their divorce filing. That that was the worst. And that was like, the worst. That was the most cruel thing I've ever heard. That rivals Gina's ex-husband bringing her to the mistress's house. Mm-hmm. That is on par. That is Mm-hmm. horrible and this is all being done by a goofy public image of a guy named sweet james <laughs> so sweet this show is like the this is 
I don't feel bad for him, but I mean, this is such a bad show to have. Oh yeah, his image is just being ripped apart. Ain't so sweet anymore. You know the Great Gatsby where there's like that. Oh, the eyeballs. The eyeballs, like watching, like what is it, like the glasses poster, like (laughs) sweet James over everyone. That's what the sweet James billboards are like. Oh gosh, and he's gonna cancel your credit card. (laughs) Now I need you guys to explain my own thought process to me. Because I can't shake this feeling, and I don't know why. I think Gina and Emily are wrong. I think that Shannon was in the right. But I don't care, because I'm not on Shannon's side. I'm on Gina and Emily's side. Explain. Um, why no, do I feel this way? Gina and Emily were right. Shannon was wrong. If Shannon didn't want this... So no, you're wrong. <laughs> I don't yeah. think so. And I'll, I'll complicate it even further. I think they're all wrong. But go ahead, Julia. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'll say my piece and then Alex will say his piece. I think they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> so if Shannon wanted to be a true friend, which we don't want because we need this all on television, yeah, um, she would have gone to Heather with no cameras. But she told them with no cameras. Yeah, because she was drunk, and you don't tell castmates whose job it is to stir up shit, and you know that. Yeah, that was a huge fuck up. And I think Gina's in the right, because knowing this information and sitting at the party and knowing what happened to her with her divorce, 100% she has to do it. And she has to do it at a party, because that's the contract they've all signed. Uh, by the way, I'm already never seen Nicole oh, again. I think yeah. she'll be gone by the minute. She's gone. I think Gina... Uh, is right in a let's make this show good sense, you know, in a mm-hmm. in a Kenya Moore sense of what she's doing is good for the show, but it's like not what she yeah. should be. A, a person in real life w- should not have handled it that way. She should not. Mm-hmm. The second time hanging out with this person, she should not have at their party disrupted the whole evening by bringing that up. So, mm-hmm. and that I think that um, Heather probably knows that that is the reason why Gina and Emily like brought it up at the party was probably for the show conflict. I don't think she's holding them to that. But I think the fact that Shannon shared this off the show, not thinking, or she says she wasn't really thinking, that it was going to become an element of the show, that's very personal. And I get why Heather's so pissed at her. Mm-hmm. I think Shannon gets a little hammered and says whatever <laughs> she wants. She got six vials of filler in her face. That was so hard to watch. I could not watch that scene. She it, looks so lumpy. She looks like a snowbank. It's, it's just hard, like she did put on weight and she's still beautiful, but it's hard to see the flashbacks when Heather was on the show previously because and Shannon, Shannon looks, looks like, like a, a normal person. person. A normal yeah, person, an actual person. Thin, you know, but like still a yeah. different person. Mm-hmm. Um I mean we never want to get plastic surgery. Her and Nicole's faces are awful. Who and Terry's. Who Ooh. Who I think is really in the wrong in all of this, just because they're lying to me and thinking that they're getting away with it. Is, is Dr. Terry. Oh! No. He was sued. The suit mm-hmm. was not mm-hmm. dropped. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's obvious in the way that Nicole responded to Gina and Emily. Mm-hmm. And then when they came down and sat with her on the couch, she was completely different. Also, they spent like three hours not serving sushi, orchestrating this whole plan. Like, yeah, dinner could have been had. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, Nicole sued, and that's why when they said, "Did you sue Terry?" she didn't say, "And well, I did," but then it got dropped. She said, "Yes, I did." And also, she said it took me years and lots of reconstructive surgery. Correct. Mm-hmm. 
I thought you were going to talk about Ryan and Dr. Jin. Can't wait for that divorce to implode on screen. That man, Ryan, went and picked up his mother-in-law from LAX and his young daughter, who was gone for two weeks. Shirtless. Without a shirt. He's like creeping me out. He might be, he's up there with Seth for me. He's oh, got he's Seth worse vibes. than Seth. Seth can have a see conversation. That, we're going to slowly find out that he's worse than Seth, I think, too. I think so, too. Um, if this I, is what we're I, getting, episode one, yeah. There was a very creepy moment in it for me, that scene, when um, the grandma who's been spent, the grandma and the granddaughter have been spending like a lot of time together, and the granddaughter goes, come on, let's show them our handshake. And the grandma goes, no, 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 let's not do that. I got so creeped out, being like, what is this <gasps> handshake? And then it turned into like a really silly little dance, and so it was fine. Yeah, but, it- I don't know if she just didn't want to do it in front of the camera because she was like embarrassed to be. She's just English. She's it it was definitely that. It was just mm-hmm. the way that it was presented. I was like, uh oh. Well, you and Dr. Jen and I all had the same thing. What are they going to do? Flip us off? Like, what? <laughs> the only part that creeped me out about the handshake bit, which I thought was very adorable because it was my favorite childhood movie, is Lindsay Lohan's Lindsay parent Lohan's trap, parent trap where of they course. have the best handshake. But is when we found out that the daughter and Ryan also have a handshake. Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. but Dr. Jen. And we haven't been able to witness that one, so we don't even know what it entails. They take their shirts off and then they take the dog outside. That's what the handshake <laughs> is. That move, the parent trap, made me so deathly afraid of getting my ears pierced, like, ever. When I, when I saw that <laughs> as a kid. That scene scared me so much. I was just thinking, like, oh, I must. I, a little like boy me was like, it must suck to be a girl. That's like the scariest thing in the world. <laughs> I, don't want, I never want to get my ears pierced. <laughs> okay, there's something I love so much about our generation is now that we're on the internet, we're looking back at our childhood movies. The stepmom, quote unquote, the blonde stepmom. I don't mm-hmm. think she's the villain in that movie. She's like 23. Yeah. I yeah, that's such like an, an old movie trope of like the new woman is like this shrew, like <laughs> awful person. And but. she's hot, the audacity. <laughs> yeah. I even, when I watched it and think she was the villain, I thought it was the dad who was abandoning Lindsay Lohan 1 for the villain. Mm-hmm. And just left Lindsay Lohan 1 alone with her very nice housekeeper nanny mm-hmm. in that big house alone while he worked. I'm using quotation marks. Anyway, also Elizabeth and I call each other every October 11th. Well, no, let's let's rephrase uh, that. Julia calls me October 11th, and I go fuck because Elizabeth and I try to compete of who could call each other first, and I always win. And we leave each other voicemails, which goes, "Your birthday is on October 11th." Okay, okay, this has been quite the Lindsay Lohan parent trap tirade. Okay, we gotta wrap it up. All right, one last thing. I thought it was very funny that the way Shane gets his children to eat meat is by saying, it tastes just like dinosaurs. <laughs> like dinosaurs. <laughs> so good. Oh, also, I have one last thing. I'm very, I find myself very attracted to Gino's new man. And I found it very beautiful when he said, it's appropriate just to be content and you can tell that she does not find that appropriate in the slightest. And no. I just thought that was super cute. That was really cute. They're a fun couple. We should get more of them. I mean, better than Ryan. All right. Are we ready for awards? Yes. yes. All right. Awards. Okay. I'm going to go against all of our rules and 
throw some previews in here. My Tom Schwartz I'm a big boy with a lollipop award goes to Brock from the previews this week, who is going to ask someone else to pay for his engagement ring. (laughs) I don't know if this is real, but boy, do I want to think it is. Also, it's very interesting from what Lala's been saying about her own engagement ring from Mm -hmm. Rand this week, how it was like a fake. She's saying it was like a super low, what is it, the quality? Like the color? Brown, yeah. And then she just got it shined a bunch to make it look... Not brown. Alex? My The Promise of Popeyes Award. Named after uh, Coach Shaw's big birthday party last season of Salt Lake. where There was a surprise party and Jen was able to get him there by pretending like they were going to Popeyes. And he was really excited about it. And then he ended up going to a party on an empty stomach. Goes to Tom Sandoval. (laughs) Who told Ariana they were going out to eat. And then brought her to a party on an empty stomach. And the award's also going to Jen Shaw. Yay! For Coach getting Shaw's Coach Shaw his Popeyes finally this scenes, week. But at least he got his po' boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I know, you couldn't. It was hard to tell All anything right, was wrong with that Popeye spread. My award is the Sonia Morgan <laughs> Toaster Oven Award. And that award is, of course, going to... Miss Whitney Rose of not Iris and Bo, but Wild Rose Beauty. And though Whitney Rose does have a product, she doesn't actually have product with the right branding on it. So congratulations, Whitney, for the being the recipient of the Sonia Morgan Toaster Oven Award. Now, Julia, you could also award the Sonia Morgan Tipsy Girl Award. Oh my gosh. Which was Sonia Morgan totally not ripping off Bethany Frankel's Skinny Girl for the, same, the exact same award. That was so Sonia funny. really delivering so many awards. Now she has a box. <laughs> oh, she God. has a beauty box subscription. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. And next week, we will be together in we'll Poisson. We'll meet again. With a live audience. With a live studio audience. Oh, no, we had a cancer live audience due to Omicron. Oh, yeah. Sorry, so if you would need to get your tickets refunded, oh, no. you could call Alex at one, two, three, four. <laughs> all right, thank you guys. Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all. Thank you.